0: Sleeping with a stranger. I'm sitting in the crowded Moscow railway station in 34 degrees heat on a late August night, waiting for a midnight train to Ivanova, about 300 kilometers northeast of Moscow. Patrolling police wake up and move on any non traveler who may be using the station as an overnight bedroom. A baby is crying non stop nearby. A sleeping man with smelly feet keeps falling across a young boy. His mother shows her displeasure by abusing the sleeper. A babushka, old woman, offers trolleys for sale to those with suitcases and large bags of food and clothing, which I imagine they have bought in Moscow to take home to use or sell. Mine is the only suitcase on wheels.' The railway shops have run out of cool drinks and there is no air conditioning. The enormous train timetable on the wall reflects the immenseness of the Russian Federation. Trains leave for far off Vladivostok on the east coast of Russia from here. At midnight, the open air departure platform resembles a refugee scene from a movie with hundreds of people with their baggage lined up on an old platform waiting for an ancient train. I worry that the humans and their baggage can't possibly fit into a train compartment. However, my first class compartment has four berths and curtains on the windows and I encounter my first culture shock in Russia. Alexander, Sasha and I are to share the compartment during the overnight journey. I watch how he makes up the bed using the small mattress, pillows and bed linen. He changes into something more comfortable for the journey while I visit the toilet. I don't change my clothes. We speed through the countryside, the fresh air gushing in through the curtains, a pleasant change from the stifling station. He is bright and friendly and we speak Russian. He is about fifty years of age, and constructs cranes on building sites, and earns a lot of money doing this dangerous. He is going two stops further than I to a town called Kanishma, on the Volga River, for work. He will return on the overnight train to Moscow. We talk about Australia, his life and mine, with shining eyes and passion in his breast, he tells me about the beautiful river Volga which flows through Kanishma. I fled there the day after my arrival in Ivanova, hoping to see some of the beauty of Kanishma that he described, but it only resembled the poor, run-down and filthy state of Ivanova. He asks me if I am a little afraid of travelling by myself and I reply, a little bit apprehensive. The female porter offers tea with lemon and we settle in our beds. My Russian language teacher in Canberra had said, if you want to improve your Russian, go to Ivanova University for two or three months where it is safe and cheap to live. Catch the overnight train and but don't drink vodka during the journey with fellow passengers who seem kind. With this in mind, I slipped my passport into my jeans pocket and hoped to sleep with one eye closed and the other on Sasha. Having slept soundly, in the morning at 6.15am, Sasha bowed me out of the compartment at Ivanova station. The night had passed uneventfully.